A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm Mark Nicholas here in Gaul. What a win here for England in Gaul. Uh, Joe Root's team go one up in the series. It was a decent start by the Sri Lankans. They were 50 for no wicket. But when Jack Leach got Kaushal Silva, things were to change. Oh, a big appeal for leg before. Wicket up goes the finger. Chris Gaffney made his mind up very quickly with that. The finger didn't come up quickly, but he started moving almost immediately. Typically, Angelo Matthews showed real fight in the middle order. He's a top-class player, but when he went the seventh to go, the curtain started to come down on Sri Lanka. All the balls bumped into the wicket, and Matthews is gone. He was looking to stay deep in the crease, turn it on the onside, but he's got his angles wrong. Well, it feels like they're counting down the moments now. That's a huge wicket. And would you believe it, Rangana Harath was the last man dismissed as England went to victory by 211 runs. Oh, he's out. Has he run out? Maybe. This is really tight. Yes, it's out. It is out. Rangana Harath run out by Ben Stokes' throw and Ben Stokes' completion of the moment and that means that Ben Folks in his first test match who made that superb hundred who's kept wicket so tidily has executed the final act of the match what a performance Moen's right here ready to go what a performance England at their very best uh, yeah we were fantastic I thought throughout the whole test match had a bit of a wobble first session in the first day but um, no I thought we played really really well Given you came here expecting conditions that would help Sri Lanka, you must be proud to have overturned those and made them work so well for you. Yeah, definitely. I thought uh, we planned really well. Uh, we prepared well as well, and um, I think that was the key to winning this game. Um, still, obviously, only one game, and there's two games to go, but I think going forward, we look like um, we've got a good sort of setup going with the way we batted and uh, the way we bowled in particular. Yeah, I was going to say eight wickets in the match for you. I mean, you continue to do it for England when it matters. Uh, yeah, when we try, I feel like um, I've played a few years now and I'm trying to improve as much as I can as the years go on. I've had a lot of up and downs and um, I feel now that I'm, as a spinner, I feel like I'm bowling quite well. Yeah, handy to get the key player too, Angelo Matthews, isn't it? Well, that was a jaffer in the first innings. Yeah, I mean, he's a very good player. I find him 
quite hard work uh, in England in the summer, a few summers ago. But um, so yeah, it's nice to get a big wicket like that. You look as if you all really enjoyed the Test match. Yeah, we did. I think when you when you plan, uh, especially as three spinners, we sort of sat down with Saki and you, you plan, and your plans come off. Uh, it's always a nice feeling, I guess, and um, that's the most enjoyable thing. But I think the way the the guys batted in, particularly focusing the first things, I thought was uh, a great knock, and he sort of taught us. A few guys have been around for us how to bat on these wickets. I was about to say, it's always nice to have a new guy in the team and to see him play well lifts everybody else. 100% uh, he's been in the Lions for I think 10 tours and uh, sort of um, a bit frustrated at times and it's amazing how things turn around. He wasn't in the squad and he comes in because Johnny's hurt his leg and uh, comes in and bangs out 100 and keeps like keeps amazingly well I thought. and. Um, it's going to be a tough one going forward. I'm going to say that I think he might nick the man of the match off you, but I imagine you don't mind. Not at all. I hope. I think there's a few guys ahead. I mean, Keith's innings as well was fantastic, and um, but, uh, definitely Foxy, I think, deserves it. All right. Moen, well done. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for your time. Um, interesting. It's difficult, isn't it, to, to really get Moen ecstatic. It's extraordinary how he, he flatlines, and, and I think that helps him play test match cricket do you know what I mean it's he doesn't get get overawed by by emotion yeah I mean the sign of a man sometimes is when you have a bad day if you can remain the same as though you've had a good day I mean, obviously privately you get to your room you can do the fist pump and you can do all you want but in front of the media it's good to keep cool it's good to have the same demeanor when when you have good days and bad days because if not when you do have a bad day, if you start sulking and marching around, people will say, well, he only has, he's only with it when he's had a, a personal uh, good day. And I think he stays pretty cool. I think he's improved as a cricketer, unbelievable, um, over the last couple of years. Bowling, I always thought it was a bit of a part-time. I honestly did, and that's purely, I think, ignorance, really, because he hardly used to bowl any overs, uh, really, for, for, for Worcestershire over the years. But now he's a genuine, genuine strike bowler. Um, for an Osprey, he bowls wicket taking deliveries. I think the interesting thing for me there was that the, the comment that he made about the spinners getting together, they're almost a team within the team. The, the, the team of three England spinners and they went and made those plans and then you've got to execute the plans. But it just looked so obvious that they'd spent time talking, right, Moen, this is going to be your role. Jack, that's going to be your role. Adil, that's going to be your role. And they then went out and worked as a team of spin bowlers to really help England win this test match. I've got to just describe what's going on here. A lot of chill children, very smart in their uniforms, um, royal blue shorts, white shirts, the badge of their school on uh, their left side of, of the shirt. Actually, one of the children is in a tracksuit. But uh, and now I think family's coming out, maybe Rangana's family, at a guess. Um, Rangana Harath doing an interview with Sky, but there's going to be a special presentation for him. I've seen um, Kuma Sangakara here. He's going to be involved in the presentations as well. Um, there are two sets of boards uh, with different sponsors' names on them and an awful lot of people gathering. There's a gentleman holding the Sri Lankan flag. There's a lot of gentlemen in suits and ties, but also more relaxed attitudes. I'm sure this is Rangana's family that have just appeared. Um, and there's a sort of red podium, red carpeted podium. And uh, Rangana Harath has now finished that interview and is heading that way at the end of this remarkable career. It takes all sorts to play this game, doesn't it? He has proved to me that, that you know, this, the game that we love so much is for everybody. It's for, it's for all sizes and shapes and sizes and talents and 
and, and, and creeds and you know you you can do nothing all day then dive to your right and take a great catch to win a match you can be the dominant player and yet not win the man of the match you know there's all sorts of things that can happen in cricket and apply to anybody your test career is full of ups and downs and if you look at uh, Araf's test career he came in in what's it 1999 then he went out of the side for a while, come back in, and since he's come back into the Sri Lanka side, he's been absolutely outstanding. To finish with over 400 test wickets has been an unbelievable uh, career, an unbelievable performance, and all his family are there present while the photo uh, photographers are taking photos of, of his wife, his children, and his family. It must be a proud moment for him, and a happy moment, as well as a sad moment. It's a sad moment knowing he'll never, ever bowl another delivery uh, in test cricket, but also an happy moment. He's had an unbelievable successful career and he deserves all the accolades. I tell you what, it's a, it's a great thing to see uh, his dad there. Well, I'm assuming it's his dad. They've had a, a hug and, and uh, his wife and children are there with him now. Um, so yeah, listen, this is a, this is a happy scene. We've, we're very lucky with cricket because it, it's in so many ways, it's one big family um, and we respect each other. And yes, you go hard at each other on the field of play, but in the true spirit of of the game when it when it's all over all over you share moments the, the Sri Lankan side are arriving now uh, replete with their coaches and, and support staff and then a little caravansarai of the Sri Lankan Hirath family follow them so much so that it's almost a little bun fight around this main podium where uh, Kumasangakara is standing there's a multicolored umbrella protecting somebody from the sunshine a lady walking I think she's one of the television ladies and and all the ground stands and, and murmurs and everybody's waiting to hear the next move i'm sure we're close to speeches and to presentations um and, and our summing up of this match we, we've done it a number of times because for a while now the result has been pretty clear it's it looks as if england will win um ben folks has come to have a word with matt Pryor, which is nice you know the old wicket keepers union goffey yeah, I, a, a great test match for him. I can't praise him enough. I mean, he's coming to the side. He probably thought he was going to be going to Dubai with the A-team to play against Pakistan here. He's coming here as cover for Johnny Bairstow. I thought he was just going to be here for a, a couple of days until Johnny got past fit, but it wasn't to be for Johnny. He comes into the side, he keeps wicket, and he has been absolutely outstanding from ball one. Uh, what a performance from uh, Ben Folks. Oh, hello. This is, this is a real upside. Joe Root has arrived. Um, Joe, that's a a really special performance isn't it it is yeah um i think well we said coming into the game we're going to do things slightly differently um, we're going to be brave try and make sure we've played uh, a different style of cricket to, to what we have in the past over here and it seemed to have worked really nicely um, i thought the way that we adapted throughout the whole game um, was you know, fitting to the to the circumstances we were quite smart about things that first session we might cop a bit of slack for being five down but could very easily have been 50 for five. The fact that we got ourselves up towards 100 um, and then as the pitch changed we changed and adapted with it and for a young man to come in on his debut and play an innings of that substance was, was fantastic, um, shows the talent we've got and, and what he's got and you know to get to, up to that score we always felt that we were going to be in the game. He creates a splendid problem for you next match up doesn't he? He does yeah, um, I'm not going to think about it for a while. No sure. Try and enjoy this. For, for the evening and then um, yeah we've got got to make some difficult decisions but it's always a good place to be when you're winning and uh, making difficult selections so um, you know we, we came here with a, a squad of players that we knew was going to we've got so many different options um, 
depending on which service we've got different formulas we can go with and, and that's the beauty of it you know it might be a very different team in, in candy um, depending on the surface we, we just have to wait and see and Joe the way you shuffled the pack I mean not often you work with three spinners but the way you shuffled your pack your captains to this game was excellent you must be pretty pleased the way that's gone as well yeah absolutely um, as I say it's we done things differently to how we're usually doing it in England and uh, it's very seam dominant but really enjoyed that challenge and all the bowlers have stood up as well I thought Moen led the attack extremely well um, you know and as a group together they, they performed exceptionally well complemented each other nicely and you know it's, it'd be easy to underestimate the job the seamers did as well I thought they built pressure at times um, you know dried things up and, and made it very difficult and, and put pressure on when, when it was turning at the other end. Now Ben Folks is up having received his Man of the Match award and is giving an interview. You, we talked about, I mean you knew he could keep wicket, but did, did he really, I mean he's a serious batsman isn't he? Yeah he can play him, we, we've seen him practice um, and play for Surrey, some of the innings he's played for Surrey have been fantastic. You know, we watched him practice throughout the uh, the Ashes tour when he was away with us, and he, he his game evolved throughout that tour. He's obviously taken worked out extremely hard when he's been at Surrey, putting good performances there, and and he's he's obviously had a call, late call up um, and taken every opportunity, made the most of his uh, his chances in in the preparation, and and just really enjoyed playing for England. I think that's the most. Um, one of the most pleasing things is seeing a young lad come into the side and just really enjoy everything about it. Not feel phased, not look flustered, but really calm, composed, um, and, and just been himself, which is, which is more than that. And a quick last question, because Keaton Jennings, you must be proud of him. You stuck with him and it's worked. Yep, and you know we, we all knew how, how good a game he's got, and it's been quite a difficult time for him, you know, coming into the side back into the side against a side like South Africa it seemed all over the place last summer very tough against India um, and for him to get an opportunity get get set and, and then go on and make a, a really big hundred um, it shows his mental determination um, and you know, a huge amount of skill in there as well he got a great game against spin uh, very disciplined knowing where he's going to score his runs um, and it's great to see him take his opportunity um, and you can't ask any more of the players the whole group this game of, of performed, chipped in at different times and it's been a great team performance. Well done, and many congratulations on it. Go and enjoy your night out. <laughs> Which I, I'm sure he will. Um, in fact, Ben's here right now um, holding the man at this. Have a look. Handshake first. Well done. Absolutely exceptional performance. Um, and this is nice. You, you're going to have this very proudly forevermore. I will do, yeah. I'll, I'll keep that in the bedroom uh, and look at it every day, I think. <laughs> There's so much so much to, to remember in this match. Let's go right back to the beginning. When were you first told you were playing? Uh, just the day before um, at training, uh, Ruti came up to me and, and told me the news. Um, and I, yeah, I was a little bit shocked, but uh, extremely excited. And did you sleep that night, okay? Um, yeah, I wasn't too bad, actually. I was better than I thought I'd be. I woke up at three and I didn't think I'd get back to sleep, but um, I wasn't too bad. The Wicketkeeper's Union better take over. What do you want to know from Ben? Uh, ben, firstly, congratulations, mate. Unbelievable. Um, Actually, obviously, you've gone in 100 for five, you've batted beautifully. The question I actually have for you is once you've batted, you've then got to come off, you've got 10 minutes to turn it around, get the gloves on, and you're actually straight into the action quite quickly after, after the break. Do you have a particular process or method that switches you from your batting mentality to your keeping mentality? I don't. Um, I'd say I probably need to learn one because uh, I, yeah, I was pretty tired um, while I was keeping. But um, I think when you're fresh, it's all good out here. It's just when you get a little bit more tired, um, that's when mentally it's really tough to try and stay switched up. But presumably the adrenaline carries you through this match. You're not tired during it, really, are you? 
Um, my legs didn't feel great, I won't lie, um, out there. But uh, yeah, there's obviously with the fans singing and stuff, it's amazing. Um, so the buzz of that obviously gets you through. Um, but there are phases out there where you, you're a little bit low on energy. You must have had an, uh, you know, a dream of playing cricket for England and imagine what it would be like. What was it like? Uh, weird. That like, was amazing. Um, I'd, I'd say it'll probably sink in in the next couple of days when I can kind of reflect on it because it's just been a whirlwind and just all happened at once. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's what I've dreamed of as a kid and it's amazing to have happened. You must be pleased particularly to have bought the game that served you so well at Surrey into the England camp. Yeah, I think um, when I got my cap from uh, Bruce French, that's pretty much all he said. He said, don't change um, who you are. And I think that, that really stayed with me because I think I could easily go and try and impress or change my game to think I need to be better or whatever. But I think yeah, just trying to go and do what you do is probably the best way. And who or what went through your head when you made it to 100? Um, Jimmy, actually, because he was running the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was trying to spot my brother, because um, I'm sure he was very proud, but I had no idea where he was. Well, I'd like to say those fireworks are for you, but I think they might be for Rangana Herath, actually. Um, you've been here at a, a special occasion for Sri Lankan cricket as well, so all in all, a, a remarkable few days. Goffey? I've just got one for you, because actually, after playing so well that first innings, right, and then going out and keeping and doing a terrific job behind the stump, that's your main job, with the stumping as well, that must be pleasing as well, the way you went out in the second innings and played a totally different innings, looking to change the momentum, up the scoring rate. You must have been pleased with that brief cameo. Yeah, I think that's that's a side you have to have to your game, and it's saying I'm trying to um, improve. But yeah, when Rudy basically said have a whack, I gave it a crack. <laughs> it's easy this test cricket like, yeah. isn't it, mate? Uh, <laughs> didn't spit out there, will I? <laughs> and finally, you were the guy that executed the run out to finish the whole thing off. It has to be written. What a script you've got. Yeah, I feel a bit bad on Ranga uh, Harathe running him out in his last test, but um, yeah, it's amazing to play against someone like that as well. Um, but yeah, nice to be involved in the, in the end. Okay, well, congratulations. Remarkable few days. As you say, you'll, you'll savour that trophy forevermore. Man of the match, Ben Folks. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Well done, Ben. And luckily, he'll keep his place in the next test, by the way, because I tell you what, there's a fight on now. Three-way <laughs> fight. Well, you, you can't be serious that you think they're going to think of dropping Ben Folks. Hey, I mean, you know, would you say... You, can you be serious in dropping Johnny Bairstow? No. I Just think know. about it for a couple of minutes. It's Not an easy one. one. No, it's a difficult one. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. I'm trying to work out what's going on here. I think, is it Russell Arnold um, interviewing... Oh, no, it's Russell Arnold interviewing Joe Root. So we, we can carry on talking about the things that are happening around. I tell you what we, we can talk about for a second is exactly that. I mean, Ben Folkes is on the sheet for me to play in, in the next test match. So there's a difficult balance now to be had in the side if, if that is, Johnny Bairstow is fully fit. Assuming Johnny's fully fit, let's make it a difficult selection process for us. So I think first and foremost, you go into the next test match, you've got to pick the 11 that you believe is going to help England win the test match. And for me, Ben Folkes has to play. After that performance, he's come in, he's grabbed his opportunity with both hands. It's not just the batting and the 100, but actually the way he kept wicket on what was very, very difficult. Actually, he grabbed me just before the, before the interview and he said, oh my goodness, how hard is it keeping in Sri Lanka? And I, I looked at him with a bit of a puzzled look, because he made it look so easy. I, I was a little bit, I think I made it look hard work. He made it look so easy throughout the whole test. And he's obviously got the skill and a bit in abundance um, and he's earned the right to, to be in that 11 the next test. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you that you kept Wigan on a whole lot more difficult pitch than that. I mean, I'm, I'm, don't, you don't have to be too uh, uh, modest on, on that front. You really did keep on a difficult pitch. He kept on a relatively placid one. But having said that, the basics are so good, aren't they? If you're looking at a cricketer and, and, and deciding what you think of him, you go first to the basics and he does them well. Yep, that's it. And Graham Gooch always said that, do the basics well. Um, but then you've got to add into that the temperament, the mentality to go out and on the big stage in a tricky situation as well. He walks out 100 for five. How's he going to deal with that pressure? Uh, and he obviously dealt with it brilliantly. He goes on and gets a 100. And as Goffey's just said, you know, the next inning plays a completely different innings and is able to then take the attack. He's got a lot of confidence um, from, the, from this test match. Um, again, it just seemed very stable character as well. He didn't seem to be too high on life and too excitable. He just seemed like, okay, I came in, I did my job and it's gone well for me this week, but you know, tomorrow, well, probably day off tomorrow, but the day after that, it'll be back to work and getting Bruce French again, get, getting in the... He would have picked up a lot from, from this, this test match and particularly, I think, in the wicket-keeping. Little things like finding your processes, being able to switch on and off from a concentration perspective, because physically it is very, very demanding. So he will have to also make make some adjustments. I think not change his game at all. It's plenty good enough on that front, but maybe the mentality side, the preparation side. He catches a lot of balls in the morning. I think through this series that might temper down a little bit, um, but all in all, he's had a phenomenal game. More fireworks for uh, Rangana Harath. There's been a nice little moment with Joe Root and Rangana Harath, and, and uh, he's now being interviewed by Russell Arnold. We'll carry on with our conversation about this team because it, <laughs> let, let's just say that, well, 
do we set? I mean, do you think the openers, Keaton Jennings clearly retains his place. Does Rory Burns, or is there a thought that John, Johnny Besto could open or not? I, I, I think they'll keep their opening partnership. I think you've got to look. Uh, uh, we, we now need to build for the future. We need two openers who are going to bat there for a long, long time. And I think Rory Burns has showed some style in this game. I mean, that tickle down the leg side in the first. He was playing well in the second innings before he made that silly decision to run when they changed the fielder and got run out. I think he gets another opportunity. I think possibly Bairstow can come in for one of the spinners. It'll be interesting because do they, they might not need three spinners. They might just keep the same team. They might not think Johnny Bairstow is 100% fit. But if Bairstow comes in, I think he comes in for one of the three spinners. Then they've got the choice they have to make. Do they keep San Curran in the side? who would be unlucky to lose his place. But if they need something a bit different, something with a slightly bit more pace, they have got options. They've got Ollie Stone, they've got uh, Chris Wokes, and they've got an unbelievable bowler in the hutch, Stuart Broad, who's got over 400 test wickets. So they've got plenty of options, and it's, it's an interesting selection. But whoever comes in will deserve their place because they've got so many good players here. It looks to me that, that the, the extra seamer would play instead of Adil Rashid. I, I think Jack Leach has done enough to say that he's, he's A, can do the holding pattern, but also rips it enough when it starts to spin to make a difference. Yes, if I was going to select, if, if we had to select two of the three spinners, then Adil Rashid would be the one to miss out for me because, of, as Joe Root also alluded to, a lot of the England tactics is around keeping control. And of the three spinners, Adil is probably the one that relinquishes control. Fantastic bowler, bowls wicket-taking deliveries, but if you're talking about sheer control, he's probably the one that, that lacks it just that little bit. I think the other point we have to touch on is where is Mo and Ali going to bat, or who is going to bat at number three? Because for me, I'm a huge fan of Mo and Ali. He's a phenomenal cricketer. I don't personally believe England are using him in his best place from a batting perspective, batting him at three. I think he should be moved down the order. And then then you've got to replace, right, who is that guy? And it, okay. it's, it's Stokes or, uh, or okay, I'm going to play chairman of selectors then. We've written down Jennings. We've written down Burns. Why don't we write Stokes down at number three? There you go, mate. There's my list. I've well, got Stokes at three. I've got Root at four, I've got Butler at five, I've got Ali at six, I've got Folks at seven, I've got Curran at eight, I've got Rashid and Leach and Anderson. Now, Bairstow comes in, if fit, for Rashid. I think a batsman comes in. I don't think they need another ball. And the reason Ali will bat at six is because he's going to obviously bowl a lot of overs if we only play two spinners. You want him fresh. He's going to be bowling a lot more overs than Stokes. So let Ali bat at six so he gets a little bit of a break after he's bowled and let Stokes go up the order to bat three. But you haven't mentioned Johnny Bairstow. No, I have. I said if Bairstow comes in, he comes in for Rashid. So he comes in as an extra batsman. And everybody moves down one. So do we need another seamer? We've got Stokes, we've got Curran, and you've got Anderson. That's three seamers, and then we'll have two spinners. Leach can bowl lots of overs. Moeen Ali can bowl lots of overs. Palakel is not just going to... It's not going to be a green seamer, is it? It's going to be pretty flat, and if anything, it's going to turn. Okay. So the option is three spinners, and then Bairstow misses okay, out. Okay, then that's interesting. If you're putting Stokes in at three, and he's your third bowler, not your fourth bowler, your third seamer, not your fourth seamer, his workload's greater if it's not a turning pitch. Yeah, for me, I've got Bairstow in at three. I think Ben Stokes, similar to, to uh, Moen Ali, I think he's best suited to bat in the middle order rather than up at three. I think um, it almost takes away some of his attacking ability. What you want is to get that real good platform, real good base, and then let Ben Stokes, Butler, these guys come out in the middle overs and absolutely smash it. Um, so for me, Bairstow would come in again, proven at the top of the order, scored, scored good runs over the, um, at the top. I'd have Bairstow coming into, coming into three, Moen Ali down the order. I agree with you with the Moen Ali moving down. Um, so, so let's go. This 
Bairstow 3, Root so 4, Stokes 5, Butler 6, Mowinelli 7, Sam Curran 8, Folks. Oh, eight. Ben Folks 8, oh, this is a strong batting side, exactly. Sam Curran 9, Jack Leach 10, Jimmy Anderson 11. And then the, no controversial, the controversial bit here would be, if it is a seam, looks a seamer friendly pitch, you might have to, have to, I say I wouldn't want to, but you might have to, Move Sam Curran aside and bring in another another seamer. Right, have your specialist seamers. Have Stuart have Broad. Your, have, or, you, have your Broad or a. And I'd personally, I'd go Broad before Ollie Stone. Yeah, again, that's, I mean, it's very difficult to leave Stuart Broad out as your as your extra as Absolutely. your extra seamer. I think you'd have to you'd have to go with him, but they might want to just have that additional pace. Well, if there's not a blade of grass on the pitch, then they might think they need the extra pace. Yeah. That's how complicated this selection is going to be. Eh? Whoa. Got and, and there's also an argument. If the pitch, they think it's going to turn and be exactly the same as this, well, why would they, they change the team whatsoever? I mean, they've just had a very, an unbelievable test match. If you take out that first morning, they've just absolutely destroyed Sri Lanka on a ground which they've got an unbelievable record at. Now, if they think, Sri Lanka think their best way of winning and beating England is on a turner, it might be a similar pitch. We don't know till we get there. So will they say, England could say, do you know something, it's harsh on Bairstow because he's been magnificent for England for a couple of years, but yeah. we're going to keep the same team. We've got on a roll, we've just had a fantastic test match, the seamers all bowled well, couldn't have hardly bowled in the second innings, but in that first innings with the new ball, it was excellent. Every one of the spinners bowled beautifully, Rashid in the first innings, not so well in the second, and Leach, magnificent, gained control for Joe Root, and then Moin Ali, eight wickets in a match. <laughs> what more can you ask for? Fair, fair call. Um, now listen, the Sri Lankan players are getting together. There's a photograph here as Chandimal, they lift Ranganeharath onto the shoulders of a couple of the guys. I think it's Akila Dananjaya and I'm not sure who the other one is. Might be Karuna Ratna, but um, and now they're going to walk him around the ground. This will be a popular move, I think, even though there's a strength of English support. Um, there's a great man coming over to join us here, Kumasangakara. How lovely to see you. Um, proper legend of Sri Lankan cricket. Very interesting day for so many reasons, but first, uh, a word on Rangana Harath and his legacy for Sri Lankan cricket. Yeah, end of an era, really. He started, uh, I think, in 99. Uh, I remember watching him get Ricky Ponting out, caught in the slips quite a few times. Uh, he's just been magnificent for Sri Lanka. Lived uh, for so many years, played in the shadow of Mutai Murlidharan. Lost a good few years there. But since he came back permanently into the side in 2009, what he's achieved is phenomenal. Just goes to show, you know, those years that he missed out on. Imagine if he had them, the wickets that he would have ended up with. But he's just been a, a quiet champion. He just didn't complain. Uh, just went through the, the the practice processes. You know, just just a very humble, very simple, but a great man. So, in many ways, it's a bittersweet day, isn't it? Because there's that celebration. But equally, great concern. I mean, Sri Lanka don't lose here, and they've been badly beaten by England. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's been a very, very comprehensive victory by England. I think they've outballed the Sri Lankan team and especially outbatted them. Uh, playing in goal and in Sri Lanka, a big first innings total always counts. Uh, and having, you know, had England on the ropes for for most of their first innings, you know, it's been great to watch how Ben Fawkes showed the maturity and the class on his debut to get England to safety along with Sam Curran. Um, so, yeah, bittersweet, you know, I'm sorry boys doing well, which is always good. But, you know, from a Sri Lankan perspective as a former player and as a fan, it has been disappointing. But that's, that's the way the game goes. You, you make mistakes, you lose, you learn, and hopefully get back strongly enough to win. 
remarkable that three players, Rory Burns, Sam Curran and Ben Folks, all pretty new faces, are part of the Surrey team that you played in. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's great. Um, Ollie Pope there as well in the, in, 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 in the reckoning. So it's, uh, it just goes to show that if you have a good system uh, and, you, and you believe in that system, you refine it, um, you, you can produce players not just for your county or your club, but also to the country. I think that's uh, ultimately what everyone should be concerned about, whether it's in Sri Lanka or anywhere in the world. Your first class structure, it's not just for your club, but it's mainly for the country. So I think Surrey can be very proud. And do you think Sri Lanka can come back, particularly as Dinesh may not be available for the next match? I mean, it's a hard ask. Well, it is, but that's the beauty of sport at this level. You're left with no choice. It doesn't matter who you have or you don't have. The ultimate prize is to have the ability and the belief and the character to come back strongly. If you do your processes right, if you do the basics right, make sure that you commit to your strategy, then more often than not you'll end up with success. But you know, every, every time you play this game or any other sport at this level, you need to grow, you need to mature. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, when you look at the scorecard, uh, more often than not you have to end up on the winning side. And were you surprised actually how well the pitch played? I mean, on day four, we were expecting. I remember playing here 2001, and it was an absolute bunt, and Matai Lutheran was almost unplayable. But the pitch has been an absolute belter, hasn't it? It has actually. You know, even when we played in, in, in those days, it's just because I'm worried that it seemed to be, a, you know, a ragging turn. Usually, when we played, the first two innings was always really good for batting. Then, end of the third day, fourth day, fifth day, it became really difficult and the spinners dictated terms. Uh, in the last couple of years to three years here in Gaul and other, in other places in Sri Lanka, it's always been turning square from day one. That's what I think the Sri Lanka team expected, that's what I expected, uh, but maybe it's because of the rain, um, uh, but it just held together so well. And it really was a really a real balanced test of skill, an all-round skill, not just of bowlers being able to be accurate and extract great turn, but just, you know, just attritional bowling, <coughs> making sure you bowl to a field and to a plan, and then, of course, batting-wise, being able to buckle down and really build an innings. When will we see you next? <laughs> Um, I might try and catch a few days of the of the Candy Test match, uh, but I'll be around. I'll be watching on TV. I have a lot of belief and faith in this particular team, and I'm sure they'll come through. Great, fabulous to see you and to talk to you. Thanks for your time, Kim. Thank you, and thank you, th thanks for your help getting me around this country. I've had a great time. Oh, always a pleasure. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> it is indeed. Kumasangakara, one of the greatest cricketers the world has ever seen, finished his own career recently enough, and of course we remember his performances for Surrey, along with those that uh, dominated the, the international scene with Sri Lanka for so long. He, pretty special man, isn't he? He is. I remember first playing against him. Um, I'm trying to think where it was, where I, uh, he came into the side. I think it was Colombo, and he played against England. And uh, we saw him when he just started playing test cricket. What a player from day one. He wanted, when he first came on the scene, he really wanted to go after you. Early on, he loved to play up and through the offside when he first came onto the scene. But the way he developed over the next five, six years was absolutely sensational. He, a great, great player, I mean that. I, I think I remember him in Candy at the old Asagiria Stadium um, in the first test of that 2001 tour, your great comeback. You lost that test and then came back and won the second two to win the series. Mm. Yeah. 
I think he made 50 or 60 there, and we didn't know a lot about him. We'd heard there was an intellectual, a reader, and a, a writer. Yeah. Um, do you remember that? Yeah, and, we did so much. And right. we thought, jeepers, he can bat. Yeah, I can't exactly remember when he no, came in, whether I it was Candy or whether it was Columbo. He was one of them two, and he was, a, like I said, he came on the scene. He really wanted to dominate from ball one, and he was very much an offside player. But look at the way his game developed over the years, especially when you watch him play T20 or you watch him play one day international cricket. He's just unbelievable in the field. He's a fantastic, fantastic player. Alright boys, I want to do something with you now. I need your focus for the next three and a half minutes as we wind down because people may be turning on for the first time. England have won the first test by 211 runs. Bowling Sri Lanka out today for around 250. Let's go back to the very beginning, to the fact that England were five down at lunch on the first day and then some excellent batting, not just from Ben Folks, but from Joss Butler, from Sam Curran and from Adil Rashid took England to a remarkable first-inning score given that lunch position, Matt. Yep, they certainly did. They were right up against it after that first morning session. And we, I think we were all thinking, oh, no, what's happening here? England are out the test match. They turned it round. Ben Folks on debut, an incredible 100 under the circumstances um, and, and pretty much put England ahead. I think we thought when they got that 342 or whatever it may be, first innings, that might be about par. But it turned out being a very, very good score on, on, on this wicket. All right, let's move on then to the Sri Lankan innings and the fact that we figured it was a good enough pitch for Sri Lanka to match England's first innings score, no chance. Bowled out for 203, Goffey. Yeah, they've got to be disappointed, Sri Lanka, on that first innings. They had to get somewhere near uh, England, but, but to, to be 203 all out, they were, they were straight away they were out of the game. Um, Jimmy Anderson um, and Sam Curran were excellent with the new ball, both taking a wicket each, and it was followed up by excellent captaincy from Joe Root, who used his three spinners excellently, he created pressure with Jack Leach and Moeen Ali and then brought on Adil Rashid to bowl towards the uh, at the tail which he's very good at with his mixture of Google Googlies into it but Jack Leach was excellent, Moeen Ali four wickets in that first innings again wicket taking deliveries he has that knack doesn't he taking a wicket in that first over or after a break he does it time and time again and he's turning into a terrific performer with the ball for England third innings of the match England had to consolidate and they did exactly that through Keaton Jennings who's had his problems in an England shirt a lot of people wouldn't have had him on this tour but he finished unbeaten on 146 as England were to, able to declare that third innings with 322 on the board leaving a monumental 462 to win for the uh, Sri Lankans. What an innings that was not as glamorous as Ben Folks's or indeed others but a heck of a good one. Yeah, a, a huge innings for, for Keaton Jennings as an individual. I think the, that, that innings was actually set up. England a long way ahead of the game. of set up for one of the top three to really impose themselves and set a real good platform for England to attack later on in the innings. And that man was Keaton Jennings. He had to work through a bit of a period. He, I, I think the, the evening before, something clicked in and he's, his footwork was crisper. He, he seemed to have another air of confidence about him. And he carried it. You've got to convert that into a performance. And he did exactly that. A great knock. And then also a few players coming in. Down the I was order. going to say, ben, ben Stokes, never mind folks for a minute, Ben Stokes played very well for his 60-odd. Yeah, 62, a fine innings uh, from Ben Stokes. He's not had much time, frustrating time for Ben Stokes, if we're going to be honest. It's been rainy season here in Sri Lanka. In the one-day series, he hardly had a bat, he hardly had a bowl. 
and he needed some time in the middle and I think he got it um, uh, obviously batting he played some excellent shots aggressive at times swept well and and again partnerships win matches don't they I mean you tell you that from being a young kid and the partnerships he was part of the partnerships with um, Ben Fox in the first innings with Joss Butler and with Sam Curran that's why he put England in such a commanding position where they were chasing what 462 to win Sri Lanka in that final innings right and, and then in England got bowling didn't take a wicket last night looked secure the Sri Lankans they got to 50 for no wicket the pitch was looking flat and one wondered well we certainly wondered if England get the job done today you then started to think about all these heavy rainstorms we had every night mm, I don't know rains tomorrow maybe things well in the end they couldn't have worked out better because the spinners got to work well as James Anderson and Ben Stokes bowled bit of Sam Curran too. The spinners got to work and in the end were too good. Yep, they did. All eyes actually turned onto the wicket and, the, and this pitch and to see, is it going to crumble? Is it going to break up? Is it going to spin and rag viciously? And actually it was just holding together quite nicely and I think England knew they were in for a long, hard, long bit of hard work to try and win this test match. Look, winning a test match never comes easy and nor it should, but it was looking at the spin bowlers and this, and we, we spoke earlier about the team within the team. Mo and Ali alluded to it. They got together as a threesome to talk about their plans, their separate plans of how they were going to attack, well, not necessarily attack, but how are they going to keep control over these Sri Lankan, Sri Lankan batsmen, and they did exactly that and ended up, Mo and Ali again, bowling absolutely beautifully. One other person I just have to mention was Ben Stokes. In the middle of that innings, where things looked a little bit flat, he bowled a 6-7 over spell, short pitch, hostile bowling on a very flat, docile wicket. He just made things happen. Unfortunately, Got the opportunity. James Anderson put the catch down, but that that kind of that kind of attitude, that kind of mentality, and that purpose that Ben Stokes brings. Everyone talk about his batting, his bowling, but actually the mentality of give me the ball, I'm going to make something happen here, and it just gives the whole team a bit more energy. Could have been Goffey, couldn't it? Over to you. Well, what he did, I think Ben Stokes that spell as well. It fired Jimmy Anderson up because he bowled with aggression. He thought, oh, hang on a minute. Jimmy said it looks like he's doing a bit here. Uh, ben Stokes looks like taking a wicket at any time. So Jimmy Anderson comes on, and we all know what sort of skill he's got. He was absolutely outstanding, Jimmy Anderson. Reverse swing didn't end up with a wicket. But Moeen Ali, once again, yes, ill-disciplined uh, batting uh, with bat-ball from Sri Lanka in this game, but Moeen Ali, 4 for 68 again in the second innings, and Jack Leach, so pleased for him, 3 for 60, because he came into this side, he must have been a little nervous, it's his second test match, the first one in New Zealand wasn't great, but I'll tell you what, he's put his name down for selection in Palakele, he was excellent, and they worked really, really well with Moeen Ali. Thank you, Goffey, thank you, Matt Pryor. Thank you to Gareth Batty and to Neil Manthorpe and to all of our team, to Jared Kimber and um, Andrew McKenna, to the Sky Guys, to Michael Atherton and to Roshan and to David Lloyd and to Ian Ward, who've all contributed to our broadcast. Thank you to Rangana Harath, who's played out a remarkable career. It didn't end as he would have liked it to today. It ended in England's favour, and there were lots of reasons for that, a fine team performance. Spinners coming to the party here in Gaul. Tremendous support all around the ground. They'll party tonight, will these English fans, at this fabulous stadium. The Fort in Gaul is the place to be. In the end, though, the memory will linger of a debut none of us will forget. It was Ben Folkes' match. From all of us here in Gaul, it's goodbye. has been burgled down the leg side. First delivery, off stump out of the ground. Ma Ali just reacting a little too late. Here come the fireworks.
comes into the attack for the first time. Will he create fireworks? That's the question. Down the wicket, bowled him! Hirath has his 100th wicket at goal! Yes! It goes on the onside! They take one! Is it going to go all the way? It just gets to the advertising rope at the far end! And Ben Folks has 100 on debut! We've got the very, very glamorous Mrs Forks with us. A very, very proud mum. It feels amazing. Yeah. Just a dream. Brilliant in-swinger from Sam Curran, exactly what England want from him. Leeds off the edge, it's got a slip. Leeds got a wicket. Come on him! I told you he had the habit of taking wickets. The habit continues. Shocking shot, you have to say, from Dan and Jaya De Silva. Lucknell waits, slightly open stance. He has a go at that, it lobs up in the air. The innings is over. Here is uh, Pereira, once driven in the air and caught by Herath at mid-on. Moen Ali trying to go over the top, it looked like. Herat goes with the round-arm action, I think it's gone. Joe Root goes, Herat gets him for the second time in the game. Tossing it up, and Stokes has taken the aerial route. I think it's gone all the way for six, yes it has. Oh, yeah, it's short, turns round the corner, and it goes to that fielder who wasn't saving the single. Keaton Jennings gets the one he needs to backward square leg. Keaton Jennings has a second Test Match 100. Look, I suppose the last couple of weeks I, I really sort of tried to nail down, graft a little bit with uh, with my dad. Um, so, yeah, look, I mean, big thank you to him. Down the wicket, gone! Gordon Bald, Moen Ali. Stokes gets an edge, he's oh. it He is! Great work, great work by England. Moen Ali starts, yeah. caught first ball, that slip! Dick Weller finds the outside edge of his bat. All the ball bunches no. to big wicket! And Matthews is gone! Oh, no. good delivery, and he's got the edge, and he's got wicket number eight. What a catch from Ben Stokes. The ground is going to stand, as for the last time in a fabulous career, Rangana Harat walks to the wicket. Yes, it's out! It is out! Rangana Harat run out by Ben Stokes' throw and Ben Stokes' completion of the moment, and that means that Ben Folkes in his first test match, who made that superb 100, who's kept wicket so tidily, has executed the final act of the match. What a performance. This has been the following on podcast from TalkSport. Thanks for listening. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.